Is this thing on? Sweet. I hope so. I pressed the button. <laughs> That's my only job. <laughs> That's not your only job. I've got a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, it was St. Patrick's Day recently and, yes. um, I did nothing cause I worked. Yeah. I was going to get a shamrock shake for the first time at McDonald's, but I didn't even do that. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Thought I was going to be festive that day. <sighs> nope. Well, we have other longer. festive things that we can talk about that happened on St. Patrick's Day. Yes, in 1849. Yeah. So let's let's roll that beautiful Lucky Charms goodness. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Magically right. delicious. And let's go. Let's do it. wind is blowing. Grab a blanket and a cup of tea. Sit down and take a journey with us beyond the oblong box. With your hosts, Levi Newland and Virginia Park. didn't get your shamrock shake no no i didn't i've yet to have one too so i'll have to wait till next next year next saint patrick's day yeah i had a lot of friends who got them on 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 the 17th but i did not because i'm lactose intolerant and that (laughs) sounds like a recipe for disaster it is (laughs) oh my gosh welcome back to the Beyond the Oblong Box, everyone. I am your hostess, Virginia Poe. And I am your host who is back with a little bit of congestion and some coughing, but I'll hit the mute button as much as I can. (laughs) Levi (laughs) Leland, how was that? How was that for my title? You actually sound a lot better. I'm on the mend, but it's, you know, it's not great. Dayquil has been my best friend. This past oh, week little half. kid germs. Yeah. Gotta love it. Love it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. So yes, um, recently it was indeed St. Patrick's Day. Um, and uh, yeah, so of course uh, in Ireland, um, it did, it, and it is now modern times it's more celebrated kind of like a bank holiday um here in the u.s though it's everyone celebrates no matter what oh my god ethnicity they come from they (laughs) whatever their heritage is they celebrate saint patrick's day they dye their beer green and basically everyone in wilmington is suddenly irish yeah it's an excuse for everyone to drink at like 3 p.m mm-hmm. on, a, on a weekday so on a weekday yeah yeah you know, it's uh um, you know gotta love god, that god bless america yeah <laughs> i had quite a quite a few clients that were uh heading to the bars as soon as they were done visiting me on thursday yeah. i was like wow okay <laughs> have have one for me thanks yeah <laughs> yep. oh so saint patrick's day um 
actually was established by the church, um, the Catholic church that is, um, back in 1631. Yes. Um, which was many, many, many centuries, about 12. Quite a few. Yeah, quite a few um, centuries ago. After St. Patrick was actually here and gone. Yeah. Um, so most of what we know as modern traditions in St. Patrick's Day now um, actually did start sometime around uh 1720s. Well, I can tell you this, that in the 1720s, the church was very, very uh, concerned about right. the one the one free day that people were getting uh, from their observance of Lent. Yes. And uh, yeah. some accounts were saying that it was getting out of hand. And I way, thought to myself... Way out of hand. Way out of hand. Um, How? I I would like, I have questions, you know, how, how out of hand was it? Um, Because some of what I saw after I got off of work, they, they, yeah, well, (laughs) they didn't know that they just hadn't seen it yet. I do believe there, they uh, would absolutely blush hardcore. So, so a lot of the, um, a lot of the traditions that we know now for St. Patrick's Day, of course, um, originated in the 18th century. Um, 1762 was the very first New York St. Patrick's Day Mm -hmm. parade. Yeah. Which is, which is quite a big deal. Um, of course we have St. Patrick's Day parades in a lot of places. (laughs) Um, Baltimore actually does have a really, really big St. Patrick's Day parade. Um, of course there's Boston clearly. Um, I recently was at one, um, actually in Ashbury park, um, in, uh, or in Asbury Park in uh, New Jersey, and that was that was uh, that was a good time. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I was at the <laughs> end of the route <laughs> where the pub was. <laughs> yeah, with a real Irish <laughs> folk band. Yep. Bonus. Um, yeah, so that was that was fun. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, <clears throat> yes. So in the 1720s. Um, the church was a little concerned uh, with the out of hand uh, things yeah. getting out of hand. Um, the day off from the day from off Lent. from Lent. Oh, unscrupulous! Whatever shall we do? Oh, yeah. yes. Those so, Irish of course, men. but nowadays, you know, everyone becomes Irish. Oh yeah. boy. Everyone's on Irish St. on St. Patrick's Day. Day. Yeah. Yes, but there's a very special date from the 1800s that that marks something very very special and very very important. The topic of tonight. Yes. <laughs> so March 17th, 1849. So that was St. Patrick's Day of of course. Of course. Time, and that's when Poe <laughs> had published <laughs> Hot Frog. Hot Frog. So, yep. And uh, it was published in the Flag of Our Union, 
magazine. Uh, it was a periodical, I think, in Boston. Um, yeah. Yeah. And this was a really a, a tale of revenge. Oh, yes. You know, as is common oh, yes. in Poe's works. You know, it's it's a tale of revenge. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tale about a, 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 jest, a jester or... Um, for for a very you know repugnant king that kind of mistreats the the jester's little counterpart his little woman crush in the story Trepetta. and i think the king had sh- beautiful Trepetta. yeah oh. a beautiful little Trepetta. and now <laughs> our friend is making his appearance it's lucian lucian do you have anything to bring to the conversation no. Okay. <laughs> He's gonna think about it. <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention. All of a sudden, cat in the lap. <laughs> of course. Every Not time. an episode of this podcast without a cat in the lap. Yeah. Come on, buddy, lay down. Without the co-host. <laughs> it's all about the co-hosts. Not um, us. Ben. No. Never. <laughs> Never. Never. Right, so um, Come on. So yeah, it's just it's a good story i mean i don't know if i want to should i just give it away or do you think people might be interested in reading it if they have it um, or do they know about it like what you know what do you I, think the ending i is don't very, know i mean i feel things. like it's gruesome you want to read it, it. if you gr- haven't read it if you haven't read it you need to read it it's yes. not a long read it's not no, a long not. read at it's all pages, it's very short yeah yeah it's not long yeah um probably takes about as much time to read as um Eleonora. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, again, so, a couple of pages. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> Now he chimes so you in. in. Now you're chiming in. Oh my goodness. Um so I he, It's a really really good story. Um yes. Frog gets and, revenge on the king and his Courtsmen, and in a so very gruesome king, way. This king, I use those terms very loosely. Um, he does have seven uh, advisors, yeah, basically, um, that he's constantly holding court with. Um, the king likes to play practical jokes. Um, yeah, to entertain his guests and, and yeah, the but they're and, not they're not funny. Yeah. Um, One of them was and, forcing alcohol, you know, down Hot Frog's throat and kind of watching yeah. him, and it, and in a way that's kind of that could be a manifestation of Poe's own relationship with alcohol, you know, and the kind of the scrutiny he faced in that mm-hmm. you know problem he had in his life. So that could be somewhat symbolic there, you know? Sure. Um, so, so, um, so yeah. So, I mean, and, and that is a, like, just to touch on that really quick, you know, uh, being in the circles he was in, um, social drinking amongst, you know, literary circles, art circles, you know, acting circles, you know, the, the, High society folk, you know, if you didn't drink, right. you were looked at as like 
what is wrong with this person here? You know, right. it's, it's, it's a very social thing. I mean, I think that right. is something that definitely has changed over the years um, <laughs> to some degree. Um, but, but yeah, so I, I kind of sometimes feel like that's him kind of like poking yeah. at yeah, folks, and, and, yeah, you know, you know, and then facing yeah. the scrutiny for not being able to handle the drink for yeah. various reasons. Allergies just, are a horrible thing. Right. And just, just intolerance saying. in general to alcohol. That's something yeah. that's, you know, certainly difficult to face for someone that's kind of expected to drink in a social situation. And, mm-hmm. you know, this story could, could, this story has many layers. I think that we could peel from does. it. Um, it really does. You know, the, the main one we're going to focus on tonight yes. is Some the mystery. whole Irish St. Patrick's day relation. And that's kind of where you come in with your. Right. Well, I mean, it's more just like an Irish relation. Um, yeah. When in accordance I was to young, St. Patrick's Day, yes. being having been published on the Irish it was published holiday. On Saint, yeah, it was published right, on just, St. Patrick's Day, you know. Maybe as a first clue to the Irish <laughs> The Irish theme, you connection. Know, yes. Connection, yeah. Um, so when I was younger and I first read this story, um, not knowing exactly where Trapetta and Hot Frog come from, other than this, the description of that, you know, they came from a barbarous land that no one knew the name of, no one had been there, you know, basically. Um, and so my brain, <laughs> the way my brain operates, I thought to myself, what if, what if Hop Frog was a captured fairy? Because both he and Trippetta came from another place altogether that were not their home and they were already captives. Hmm. Hmm. And then I thought, and they're supposed to be small. Well, one of the most common terms for Fae, um, one of their many names that they're known by is the wee folk, you know, so it's, you know, and, and, Fairy do come in all shapes and sizes and, you know, different, they have different jobs and do different things. Um, but I started to wonder if maybe perhaps they were, may have been members of the Unseelie Court. And so, of course, I have lived with that idea my entire life and brought it to you and thought, you know, because we don't know where they're from. No. And it's easy to interpret however you want to look at it that way. Um, but knowing what I do know about the, you know, the unseelie court, um, they are earthbound. Um, they, there's many different types of fey that make up the unseelie court. Um, but it is known as quite a dangerous and gruesome place if you are not one of their members. Um, so, you know, when they talk about the barbarous and I'm like, hmm. yeah, 
are they members of the unsealing court that were captured somehow? Um, you know, because they're here, you know, right. Um, they may have been out wandering around and, and got snatched, you know, and, and were, were trapped. <laughs> um, but they, we, we won't give it away at the end of the story, but yeah. That was just that was just a little, <laughs> yeah. It was it was a little something as we've been discussing topics and things, and you know, especially since last week, I did all by myself. Yes, by cover, your <laughs> um, cover. You know where you know where Edgar's family came from, and you know. No, he's yeah, not his there. Irish lineage. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes. yeah. You know, and, and there are other themes um, that we are going to touch on later on this year having to do with folklore, not not just of the fairy variety, but just folklore in general, where I've noticed certain themes here and there, which as storytellers go, the more we talk, the more we understand stories, the more we hear stories told, um, we do find that there are lots of commonalities between, <laughs> between various areas. Um, and, and themes, um, right. you know, where it's like, yeah, there's this story of, of this, you know, element here. Oh, but you know, there's also a story like that. Um, like one of the, Biggest examples I use are the the Deva, um, which are <laughs> which are Persian. <laughs> um, uh, fairy, in a sense, um, they're kind of sort of related to the Willow of the Wisps, um, which are supposed to be very very teeny tiny um, little fairies that are like on fire, basically. Hmm. You know, like little little tiny stars or little tiny lights um so it's like yeah willow the wisp are you know very you know to that to the aisles there um but there's also something very similar to it all the way down in iran you know so it's yeah. you know it's we're closer than what we think um so there's lots of different commonalities but i do want to touch on some of those commonalities um yeah, of course definitely. throughout the rest of the year have one coming up in May, which is awesome. Super excited about that. Um, but, um, but yeah, so I just, I thought I was like, you know, hop frog. It came out on St. Patrick's day. Yeah. And you made this very Irish <laughs> connection. That, yeah. You know, I mean, for me and I've discussed you. it with a, yeah. And I've discussed it with a couple of other folks and they're like, huh, never thought about it like yeah. that before, but now that you say that. Right. And I was kind of the same hmm. way that it totally makes sense. And give, uh, you know, give it and given the ending. Irish. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and given the ending. Right. Yeah. Which everyone, if you haven't read it, please read it. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least just look please it up so it. you can know what happens. But <laughs> um, yeah, because we're not going to. I'm not going to give away the ending. Won't spoil it. Not not this no, no. one. This one's kind of not a good read, one. so I don't want to. Yeah, I like it. Um, I like hot dog. I think Poe also would enjoy people finding their own interpretations of his works. Sure. You know, I think he exactly did a lot of things intentional 
in his mm-hmm. works, which include direct references and, you know, inspiration. But then there are mm-hmm. things he left a little open-ended that were more ambiguous so that the reader sure. could pull their own conclusions and make their own mm-hmm. theories. And that's what Poe is all about, you know, is yeah. he invented he invented that. He invented, you know, the detective story. He invented this, sure. this story, you know, deduction and, and mystery. And and uh, he gave his readers quite an experience. So here we are, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just my little, uh, yeah, you that's know, my little. Making uh, our, own, our own ideas, right? Your own yeah. little thing. And that's, it's really cool. And it fits right into the theme of this month. So, yeah. You know, we encourage everyone right now, go get a shamrock shake at McDonald's. <laughs> in fact, Poe wrote, po wrote in a letter to Muddy about uh, him enjoying a shamrock shake at McDonald's on his <gasps> way back from Richmond on a business trip. So have a shamrock shake for, for Eddie and Muddy and read Hop Frog. <laughs> You're so wrong. <laughs> he did. He enjoyed it very much. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, on that note, right. I guess we should skedaddle on out of here. Levi, thank you for being a good sport and, 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 uh, yeah, coming, coming and doing this with me tonight, even though you're not feeling too good. I'm, I'm due for my day quill. You know, yeah. I'm trying. I muted myself a few times I cough, but I'm. So on that note, I definitely to say it. to you, kind yeah. sir, slancha. Right. <laughs> Enjoy that Cheers. night. Cheers. Enjoy that day oh, goal. I will. Bottoms good up. Night. <laughs> good, yeah, night, good night. Good night, everyone. Enjoy. Yeah, good night, everyone. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us <laughs> with Beyond the Oblong Box. Um, come back next week. We will definitely have another episode waiting for you. So we'll We'll see see you all next week. All right. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Beyond the Oblong Box with your hosts, Levi Leland and Virginia Poe. Produced by EGL Brothers Limited with production assistance from Peter D. Come rest in this bosom, arranged and performed by the Ninth Heaven. You can find us online on Facebook at BTOB Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at Beyond the Oblong Box. And you can also reach us by email at BTOB1847 at gmail.com. Please support our podcast by visiting us on our YouTube channel or any of your preferred podcast platforms.